are listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast, a show by personal trainers for personal trainers. It's time. It's time to become a better trainer, get more clients, and change more, and lives. Change more lives. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast at Fitness Mentors. My name is Alex Cartmill, one of the coaches here at Fitness Mentors. And today, we are going to be talking about how to increase your productivity. Uh, this is one of these really not sexy topics that ends up being really, really, really impactful as you want to build and grow a business. Um, because really when we remove kind of the buzzword of productivity and all the businessy associations with it, really what it boils down to is, are you utilizing your time effectively and efficiently? Are you prioritizing the right things? Um, should you be prioritizing something different, some, some uh, B over A, A over B, whatever it may be? Are you working through your to-do list in a way that's efficient? Um, do you know what to delegate and what to do yourself and what to throw away and, and ignore? Um, is there extra friction in what you're doing to getting things done? And can we remove that? So today we want to talk about three strategies um, that will increase your productivity, but really just help you utilize your time better and understand how to prioritize um, not only your existing list, but new things that are coming onto your plate. So strategy number one is time blocking. You want to schedule everything that you have on your list. Um, I remember somebody told me a quote that I uh, now live by, but if it's not scheduled, it doesn't get done. Um, as our list starts to pile up, our calendars start to get really, really full. If something's not in there, it, it will likely fall by the wayside. A strategy that has massively helped me um, work things into my schedule that I didn't think was possible, like working out, like spending time with my partner or my loved ones or my family or whatever it may be, doing things that I enjoy, um, things outside of this meeting or this call or this client or whatever it may be, is putting it into my calendar like an appointment. Um, I have my workouts now in my calendar, just like I have my clients' workouts in my calendar. Um, it's, it's an appointment and I don't miss appointments. So if it's in my calendar, uh, I'm going to do it. I do this with reading. I do this with hanging out with my partner. Obviously, it doesn't have to be every single thing that you do, but it's really helpful to, to treat it like the things that you prioritize a lot. And for a lot of people, that's putting it in your calendar. The other thing that this really helps me with is something that makes me procrastinate when I'm doing X, X task, is I have thoughts of, well, I should be doing Y. I should be doing Z. When am I going to do that? And my mind is elsewhere and not focus on the task at hand. And uh, that's really difficult to produce focus work and get into deep work when you're constantly thinking about when am I going to squeeze these other things into my schedule? And if you have them already scheduled, it also helps remove those thoughts and helps focus. So if you have your workout scheduled for 4 p.m. or um, you're, you know, you have an hour worth of reading scheduled at 7 p.m., when you're doing something at noon, you don't have to feel guilty or you don't have to wonder when you're going to fit this other thing in because it's already on the calendar and you know when it's going to happen. So if, if you find you, your schedule is really crazy, 
consider taking a look at it objectively and um, including all of the things that you want to do in a day, in a week, as well as the things that you need to do. Start with the things that you absolutely need to do and craft your schedule around that. So for me, that's often my clients or other meetings that I might have. If I'm meeting a client at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., that's 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 the time. So that's a block that that's that's that time block. I start that's a non-negotiable. I start building my calendar around those non-negotiables and things that won't change. And that also helps me kind of look objectively and say, oh, okay, I do have an extra hour here that I, I, I'm I'm sort of blind to because I'm so busy and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Um, so if you find your schedules a lot, take a look at your calendar objectively, see what room there is to work in things that um, you want to need, and then actually put that in the calendar uh, and make it happen. Um, like I said, if it's not scheduled, uh, it's a lot less likely to happen. So keep that in mind as our first strategy. Our second strategy revolves around removing friction to getting things done. I think we know as someone who, as people who coach other people to build healthy habits, um, and really a lot of this conversation is just trying to build healthy habits, there's a lot of friction to getting it done. It's hard. It takes time. Um, it takes extra mental effort for me to do whatever it may be. So some of it we can remove, some of it we can't, but let's focus on uh, one area where we can remove some friction. And this really boils down to setting up your station, whatever that may be, the night before, as well as planning your, your day the night before. So I, I want to talk about these two slightly separately, but they go hand in hand. So setting up your station can look a lot of different ways, but you want to think through how your morning goes at work and what can you prepare essentially the night before to make your life easy in the morning. So I'll give you an example of um, my work on kind of the business development side of things. If I know I want to work um, on an email in the morning and uh, I have a few other things to do, I will set my station. I will put my coffee set to brew at 8 a.m. or whenever I'm going to wake up so I don't have to spend valuable energy in the morning making it when I'm tired, um, et cetera, et cetera. I will shut my laptop with the document that I want to work on uh, that next morning already open on my laptop so I don't have to spend time finding it and doing things on the admin side or the organizational side of things. I will have a glass of water already out. I will have the glasses that I use already out. So when I go to sit down to work that day, there's very little friction to getting started. My coffee's already ready. My station's already set. My water's there. I open my laptop and I'm already at that screen. And so this helps reduce the likelihood that I'm not going to do it because along the way, if I have, if I had none of that set up and I had to take the mental energy and time to make the coffee, to get my water, to find the document that I want. Oh, as I open my computer, I see this notification for something else as I'm finding the document and I get sidetracked for five minutes. Th these things are often minor, but not only do they add up from a quantity of time perspective, but they add up from a focus perspective. Every single time that your mind goes elsewhere, it takes extra time for your mind to come back and focus on where you're supposed to be. I had an old boss at my old company where he would work out really early in the morning. 
and he hated it. <laughs> and something that he would do, the only way that he could make it work is if he set up his shoes, all of his clothes, his watch, etc., out the night before. And in fact, he would actually point his shoes towards the door so that he could just step in them and walk out. Because when he was trying to work out at 5 a.m. or 4.30 a.m., he was like a zombie. And so he can't think about those things. And if even how small those barriers are, if they were there, it reduces the likelihood that he was going to do it. So now when he wakes up, he doesn't have to think. He can put his clothes on that are already there, slide his shoes on, and walk out the door. And once he's out the door and on the way to the gym, now the likelihood that he's going to skip it is very, very low. So it was a small amount of friction, but removing it vastly increases chances of doing that thing that he wanted to do. So think about this in your own world. How can you reduce friction to getting things done? In a similar vein, um, you want to set up your station physically. You also want to plan your day the night before. And I like a method called the three-a-day method. It's as simple as the, the, the night before, as you're going to bed or as you're kind of you're wrapping up your day, think about the three things that you want to accomplish the next day. This really helps narrow your focus and um, helps you think, okay, if I get these three things done this next day, great. It was a success. It helps you prioritize and it helps you avoid some distractions of like, well, I have 48 things to do. So how do I figure out what to do? And then before we know it, the day's over and we've done nothing. So if you struggle with focusing and prioritizing what to do, map your day out the night before, write the three things you want to accomplish. If you get more than those three things done, great. If you get one of the three or two of the three done, transfer what you didn't get done over to the next day until it's finished. And that three number is not a magic number. If four makes more sense for you, if two makes more sense for you, if one makes more sense for you. Perfect. The, the goal here is to narrow the focus and prioritize uh, your tasks, your high-level tasks for that next day, the night before, so that you don't have to do that in the morning and take up a lot of that valuable mental space. So just to recap there, two ways to reduce friction before you even start your work is setting up your station and mapping out the three or however many things that you want to accomplish the next day. Our last strategy is in the realm of prioritizing what you already have on your never-ending list of things to do. And for this strategy, I want to reference a tool called the Eisenhower Matrix. You may have seen this before. This is essentially a four-quadrant four uh, square, shockingly enough, um, that has importance and urgency on the other side. Importance on one side and urgency on the other side. So one of the squares is going to be not important, not urgent, not important, but urgent, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have, and we're going to go through what each of these means is kind of what, what to do with each of these tasks, depending on which quadrant they fall into. So if, again, if you have a really big list and you're trying to think about how the heck do I prioritize getting these things done? Take a look at them objectively by using these labels. So if you deem something as not important and not urgent, this is something to either delegate out or more likely than not, this goes into a, I don't need to do it right now. <laughs> this goes into a, this is nice to do down the line. Maybe I want to do it because it brings me joy, but it's really not that important to my ultimate angle. And it's really not that urgent 
to get done. So in the short term, you probably shouldn't be spending that much time and energy on it, which is why I say maybe you delegate it. But honestly, if it's if it's not important as well, then it may not be worth delegating. If it's not important, but urgent, this is likely where you delegate. So not important um, in this sense is often it's not important that you personally do it. Maybe it's important to the business. Maybe it's important to this client of yours. Maybe it's important to another piece of your life, but it's not, it's not crucial that you get it done. So this is the perfect, perfect category, things that fall into this list to move to someone else and delegate if you have that option. If you don't um, and you just need to get it done yourself, then you just have to work it into things you have to do um, But uh, because they're urgent. So ideally you delegate. If you need to get it done yourself, just have to tough it up and do it. If it is important but not urgent, this is something that you prioritize down the line. So this is something that you put on your list um, because it's important to do. And you set a date that is a little bit far out. So it's not something that probably needs to be on your three a day that night. It's probably not something that needs to be causing you a ton of stress. It's something that you should probably plan for, build a strategy for, reduce the friction to getting it done sometime in the future. So things that fall into this category, don't let the weight of them um, fall on you too much. Take the opportunity to plan and reduce friction so that when you do get to it soon, you're able to get it done a lot easier. And the last category is important and urgent. So for, for these, these are things that you need to get done and urgently. So this is what you prioritize primarily. Anything that falls into this bucket, this goes on the top of your list of things to do. This goes on your three-a-day notepad that you have, that, that you set up the night before. Um, this, should, this should be capturing most of your focus as long as there's things in that bucket. So if you have a lot of things on your list and you're struggling to get them done and figure out how to prioritize them, thinking about it with this Eisenhower matrix can often help you see things objectively and um, remove some of the emotion and overwhelm that often comes with having a really full list of things to do. So if that's you, I definitely recommend giving that a try. So just to recap, guys, the three strategies that we talked about data today to use your time more efficiently. Um, one is time block and put things in your calendar. If it's not scheduled, it's a lot less likely to get done. So schedule your own workouts and time with friends and family and things that you really want to work in to your calendar. Make an appointment for those. It's a lot easier to get them done. Number two, reduce friction to getting things done by setting up your station the night before so that you don't have to do all the preparation and also set uh, your prioritized tasks the night before um, somewhere in the three tasks per day range, whatever makes sense to you. But before you go to bed each night, narrow your focus and say, okay, I'm going to get these three things done tomorrow. And if I do, then it was a great day. And lastly, what did I just talk about? Oh, right. The Eisenhower matrix <laughs> helps you prioritize your existing list into four, four quadrants, not important, not urgent, not important and urgent, important, but not urgent and important and urgent. So again, it helps you kind of put these things into a list of, um, into a prioritized bucketed list. 
We hope this helps you be a little bit more productive and use your time more efficiently. As always, if we can be of any help, do not hesitate to reach out to us. We are happy to help and answer any questions that we can. And happy training and hope it's a great rest of your day. As always, thanks for listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. You can learn more about fitness mentors at fitnessmentors.com. Be sure to share this podcast on social media. And remember, we are here to help you succeed.